I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Rockets continue to be launched by Hamas from Gaza. Israeli planes continue to do strikes on strategic targets. Uh, inside of Gaza. Civilian casualties are mounting on uh, both sides. World leaders are weighing in, and many are wondering what all of this means. So it's time to go beyond just the headlines of it all. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, it's time to think again about what is happening in the Middle East. And uh, one of our inside sources who always gives us great perspective about this part of the world is Miles Hansen, CEO of World Trade Center Utah, who knows a lot about this part of the world, has been uh, in, around, and through on uh, numerous levels. And uh, Miles joins us on the line today. Miles, how are you doing? Boyd, I'm doing well today. It's good to be on. Wonderful. Well, this is a a part of the world that you're very familiar with. Uh, Many people see the headlines and kind of shrug their shoulders and say, well, it's kind of far away. Uh, This has been going on for generations and millennia now. Uh, How do you see this? Is is there anything different that we're seeing this time around or any nuances that we might be missing in terms of what's uh, going on uh, in, in Israel right now? You know, Boyd, first off, as I've watched the news over the past week, you know, my heart really breaks for both the Israelis and the Palestinians that have been injured and killed, a lot of children on both sides. You know, Boyd, my my wife and I actually met and fell in love in Jerusalem. Our first kiss was on a beach in the Sea of Galilee. And so this is personal. And I think back to the wonderful people that we interacted with while we were there. And and it just is so heartbreaking and to your question, you know, I think a couple things are really important to keep in mind. First off, uh, oh, I think we lost Miles there. Hold on, we'll uh, get him back as, uh, as we're getting Miles back on the line. Uh, one didn't know that that's where he met his wife. That's fascinating, uh, and uh, and I love the fact that Miles brings out the point that uh, that there is suffering on both sides of this thing, uh, and that that's a uh, we, we need to stop and and understand the human element of all of this on both sides uh on both on both those uh on the israeli side and those on the hamas side these are people with families and futures uh, and so all of that is tragic i think we got miles back on the line there that's I, I, right 
sorry. I, I was just sorry going off that, about boy. how uh, how amazing it was. That's where you met your wife. That, that, that's inside information for us. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Inside information and inside sources, right? <laughs> oh, yep. So give us a well, – what's different this time around? Yep, that's right. So uh, one thing that I think is important that I haven't seen as much in the media narrative is that uh, Hamas is this despicable terrorist organization that's using human shields and, and launching these rockets indiscriminately into Israel – they are enabled by Iran. And this is a great example of the destabilizing effect that Iran, the Iranian regime, is having across the Middle East. And whether it's Hamas in Gaza, Hezbollah in Lebanon, the Assad regime in Syria, uh, you know, Shia militant groups in Iraq, or the Houthis in Yemen, Iran has a pattern of behavior where they provide arms and financing to groups that are looking to destabilize the region. And it comes at a very, very high human cost. Mm. And that's something that I think that we all need to keep in mind with this. This is about Israelis and Palestinians. I don't want to obfuscate that. But Iran is playing a very important enabling role here. That it, Iran needs to be held accountable for these destabilizing activities that's taking place all across the region and comes at such a high human cost. Yeah, the, the high human cost of that is uh, is what is really troubling to me. I want to play just a little bit from our friends at ABC uh, because I, I was thinking similar to where you are on this in terms of Iran's role. Uh, take a listen. Calling for peace. Russian President Vladimir Putin calling on the parties to peacefully resolve the emerging issues. Others calling for a different approach. Iran's supreme leader saying, quote, Palestinians must increase their power and resistance to force the criminals to surrender and stop their brutal attacks, end quote. So the uh, Iranian supreme leader uh, is is clearly not interested in a ceasefire. <laughs> he, he thinks they should yeah. ratchet things up a little bit. And here's the question I have for you, Miles. Uh, you laid out perfectly all of the influence of Iran across the region. Again, high human cost. And so my question is relating to the Biden administration, who has exerted a lot of political capital on trying to reconnect on the Iran nuclear deal. Is that making it harder for the United States to to have a positive impact when it comes to this between uh, Israel and uh, and Gaza? You know, Boyd, I think it absolutely does. And, and listen, I, I want to be real clear on one thing. My wife and I, we also, we, we've traveled all over Iran, and we absolutely love the Iranian people. They suffer just about as much as anybody uh, due to the actions and irresponsibility of the Iranian regime. But what we saw with the nuclear deal back in 20, uh, 2014, 15, and 16, as it was being implemented, was this huge financial windfall that came to the Iranian regime. And the hope was, and there were a lot of people who were hopeful, nobody knew for sure how it would pan out, but the hope was that by uh, bringing Iran in and reaching a deal on the nuclear issues, it would lead to a moderation on all these other problematic issues. Instead of that happening, what we saw is the Iranian regime use the financial windfall of the nuclear deal to ratchet up and turbocharge the destabilizing activities that has pursued over the past four or five years across the region. And so the Trump administration, who love them or hate them, one thing that they were very clear-eyed on was that you can't deal with Iran's nuclear issue and provide incentives and benefits there without putting it within the context of Iran's role in the region. And it has been very destabilizing, and there is a very high human cost, and it's easy for the supreme leader to call on the Palestinian people to continue to bleed and die in, in, in Gaza and West Bank and across Israel when the Iranian people, in this case, are, are safe and, and, and they're back in, in their country. And so we do need to place these nuclear discussions within the broader context of what Iran is doing in the region 
And if we don't, then we'll end up with the same type of short-sighted agreement uh, that came into force, uh, you know, a few years ago. Yeah, so uh, so critical. Miles Hansen, uh, always appreciate your perspective on this, and we'll have you back soon on this one. I, I don't think this is an issue that is going away, and uh, we do need some more inside scoop uh, on your uh, you and your wife in Israel. So we'll come back to that one. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, boy. I'm looking forward to one of these days we're going to talk about things that aren't tragedies happening <laughs> in the Middle East. So I look forward to that conversation, too. We, we will have that because there's a lot of good things ahead that involve Utah and international trade, and uh, that's a big part of what is happening over at World Trade Center, Utah. But uh, thanks yep. again for joining us today. All right, so uh, great insight from Miles Hansen there. A couple things that I think we should really think again and reflect on. One, I love that he led this whole discussion with the high human cost of all of this, regardless of what side uh, you're dealing with, whether it's Hamas, whether it's Israel. Uh, And also the other thing I think that we have to keep in mind is the impact of Iran in the region. Uh, Miles really laid that out very clearly in terms of their destabilizing influence on the region and most important that it comes at a high human cost and so as the biden administration continues to try to reconnect and re-engage on the iran nuclear deal i think uh, miles gave them some really important things to think again about uh, in terms of how do you actually do that do you do that by giving them more money and more freedom to do uh, what they've been doing in destabilizing the region or do we need to change course and think again about how we're approaching our relations in the Middle East? Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.